Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour on this hump day. How you doing? I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And as I reminded you all yesterday, all you metals plan customers... Uh, Next week, deliveries will be going out uh, starting on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday if needed. But we're we're trying to to get them out uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, Another record, uh, record participation uh, in our metals plan. Uh, It's just the best plan out there for as little as a hundred dollars a month. You can get started. In, in securing your future with hard assets in gold and silver. Uh, go out to allamericangold.com, uh, click on our metals, pro, our metals uh, program icon, if you will, the, just a little button there on metals program, and you can uh, read all the details for it. Uh, new sign-ups, uh, October starts uh, the, the next quarter, uh, so always a, a great time uh, to sign up for the metals plan. Uh, four physical deliveries a year. You buy it at volume discounted pricing, no fees, no nothing. You can stop it when you want, restart it, change the amount. I mean, you can do just about anything and uh, make sure that your future is protected. And a lot of things to talk about today. Again, we had the releasing of the Ukrainian phone call. Yeah, I mean, come on. You know, really what we should be watching is, and I I don't know all the details because I don't care. And what I mean by that is every elected official, in my opinion, is corrupt. That's just what they are, especially these, these lifers. Right? The ones that have been there 20, 30, 40 years and, and will just never go away. And when you actually kind of investigate this, and and again, very superficial investigation on my part. First of all, uh, it's about Biden and his son. And you're talking about the Ukraine. And I'm thinking, what, what possible connection could the Ukraine have with Joe Biden and his son, right? It makes no sense to me until, of course, you know, you do a little Google search and you find out that in 2014, then Vice President Joe Biden, and the uh, and along with President Barack Obama, they they put uh, a big Ukrainian plan together. Of course, remember uh, the Ukraine and Russia were having their little. Uh, deal going on over there over Crimea and some other stuff whatever was happening over there I don't know all the details but we're going to start providing some aid to the Ukraine and one of the the big things they were talking about was helping the Ukraine increase gas production and this was in 2014 and this is where Hunter Biden comes in And lo and behold, guess who all of a sudden becomes a member of the board of directors of Ukraine's largest gas company? You guessed it, 
Hunter Biden. Guess how long Hunter Biden served on this uh, as on the board of directors? Uh, right up until his daddy announced that he was running for president, and then he resigned. Uh, so anyway, who knows what was all going on out there? You can read it for yourself if you're if you're a Republican or a conservative. You're you're like okay, there's nothing there. They're not you know no impeachment. And if you're a liberal on the left, oh no, it's horrible, it's terrible. At the end of the day, uh, again, you can all judge it for yourself, right? And and. Uh, you know, asking for an investigation into a a American citizen who may have been involved in wrongdoing and had ties to uh, our own government uh, doesn't, I don't know, doesn't do anything for me. My guess is uh, the reason why the left's so upset is because they don't want there to be one. <laughs> right. But anyway, that was out there. Wall Street was happy because, hey, you know what? It wasn't as, it wasn't as bad as we thought, right? I, I guess the the wording from the president was okay. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, the the Dow was up. Uh, the president chimed in about China trade today, and, and I'm just going to say this. I don't want to say that he lied, but yeah, no. We'll get to it, though. Uh, Jamie Dimon actually responded to it because the president said that a trade deal with China could be closer than we think. I mean, you're right. You know, that's not a lie. It could, right? Sure. I mean, monkeys could fly out of my butt. It's possible. I don't think that is possible, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, Then, of course, the largest uh, bank... In, in the world, the CEO, Jamie Dimon, came out and said, yeah, no, that's not happening. Uh, but neither here nor there. Big announcement from the Federal Reserve about 20 minutes ago. I'll tell you all about it. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Man, I, and I know there's so much going on, I get it. Right, the impeach, not impeach, the Ukrainians now, right, the Russians, the Ukrainians, it's all back again. Uh, we, we have uh, trade deals, no trade deals, nobody really knows what's, what's going on out in the world there, all of it a distraction. Right now, every single day. More and more banks continue to line up at the Federal Reserve in need of money. They don't want to talk about it. Listen, I was—I had the idiot box on. I actually woke up earlier than I normally do because I wanted to listen longer. Not because what they were saying was... was Worth listening to, you know, like Fox, I, I, I watched them talk about Christmas toys, right? And a teddy bear that was $120 and a Transformer car that was $80 and all that. And I'm like, why? Right? And then uh, they had, you turn on, on one of the others, because, you know, there's four stock stations on in the morning. And, and they're talking about uh, China buying pork or they're talking about... 
uh, something about, you know, obviously the Ukrainian scandal and impeachment and all this stuff. Not one person even mentions anything about banks not having money. Right? They're calling it a liquidity crisis. See, and I don't know that that makes it any better. But what they want you to believe is it's just temporary, right? It's just temporary. It's it's the end of the month, (laughs) right? Think about most people's finances, right? What happens at the end of the month? We're out of money. Right? We're out of money, and, and you got to go to the cupboards and scrape together dinner and do all this stuff. And, and it'd be one thing if they had run out, you know, the last day of the month, even a couple of days. They, they ran out of the money in the middle of the month. And the central bank, yesterday I told you how they just blew it. Right, a hundred and forty-six billion uh, requested. They only offered out a hundred and five. Right, and yesterday they did two separate liquidities offerings: a seventy-five billion and this new thirty billion deal. So this morning, this morning, we only have the seventy-five billion. Right, because again, the. These are the people that you need to trust with your financial well-being. And you know, if, and especially if you've listened uh, to this program for any amount of time, you know these guys, they're horrible at their job. I mean, the, the head of the New York Federal Reserve should be fired. Period. For not knowing what the hell he's doing. I mean, here he is. All the banks are there. Right? They're, they're supposedly talking to the, to the central bank on a daily basis. Especially the major banks. I mean, I told you, I told you over a month ago that this was going to happen. Of course, I didn't know. I had to tell you about Bank of America sending an urgent request to the central bank. They knew this was going to happen in the summer. They kept, they're following, right? And they're like, "Uh uh-oh. Every month, liquidity is getting shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. And so this morning... Disaster strikes again because the what the central bank thought was this thirty billion this special one they're going to do two more of those by the way I'll get to that in a minute was supposed to take the demand away from the daily because they're going to say this one lasts two weeks it didn't work matter of fact today. A record amount of liquidity uh, requested by U.S. Well, but I'm thinking mostly U.S. banks. Well oversubscribed. 
the interest rates were were well above the Fed's funds rate, uh, and and that got people panicked. Now you didn't see it on TV. You don't see it on and on Wall Street today. Dow's up like 150. Why? Well, because we don't think the president's going to get impeached and, of course, cover the tracks and just say, hey, we could have a deal with China sooner than people think. See, now I guess he's right because I don't think there's going to be a deal at all. So if we end up with a deal in a couple of years, I guess it'd be sooner than I think. But what were they hiding? And I think I know the answer. Something has broken inside of the banking system. Just like last time, they're not going to tell us. Remember Bear Stearns? Do you remember Bear Stearns at all? Their CEO came out on television two weeks before uh, the Federal Reserve handed Bear Stearns to J.P. Morgan for $2 a share and told everybody on the idiot box, and I mean CNBC, Fox, I mean Fox, they made a huge deal. I bet you they played that interview four times in one day. And he's talking about, oh, no, we're in fine shape. We don't have any liquidity issues. People love loaning us money every day. Because that's how this is supposed to work. And then two weeks later, on a Friday after the market's closed, right? J.P. Morgan now owns Bear Stearns for $2 a share, right? You know? That, that that whole deal. And, of course, that was really when Wall Street finally realized, uh-oh. Right? Wall Street was at all-time highs before that happened. And now, today, right, another blowout of banks needing money. And the Central Bank of New York, the New York Federal Reserve, on its website, okay, don't go out on TV. And these guys love to go out on TV, don't they? They they love to give you the spin. See, there's no spin here. So there's no way they can come out on TV and make this sound good. So the best thing to do is, hey, we'll just post it on our website and, and everybody shut up. Due to overwhelming demand, the New York Federal Reserve said it plans to enlarge the size of the repurchasing operations starting tomorrow. So they started at $75 billion a day, right? And oh, by the way, Every four days or so, we're going to have a $30 billion, uh, and that $30 billion one was going to last two weeks. This morning, after 
they had to deny banks almost just not quite what was it about 16 17 billion dollars of liquidity they are expanding the 75 billion to 100 and it's 14 day repo from 30 billion to 60 billion and i'm thinking you just announced this plan last week. It was like, oh, no, 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 $75 billion, that's going to be more than what we need. And, and this, this extra $30 billion, right, well, you know, that, that, that's just in case, and, and, and that'll be plenty. Now, remember, two weeks ago, they claimed they didn't need it at all. What banks are there? I'm going to tell you what banks are there, all of them. Every one of them. And remember what I told you yesterday. Every bank is waiting to the last possible second before they need to go to the window. And I believe that the New York Federal Reserve got inundated with phone calls saying, we need more money. And if you don't give us more money, the whole thing's coming down. Now, just for a minute, I want you to think about this. What would happen if the central bank didn't give the banks the liquidity? What would happen? Do you know what would happen? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Banks would go under. And I'm not talking about mom and pop bank of Montana. We're talking about the biggest banks in the world being denied access to liquidity, being denied it. Could you imagine going to any of these banks, going to Bank of America, going to... Uh, J.P. Morgan or Wells Fargo or any of the others and and having a sign on their bank that they're closed, that when you go to use your debit card, it won't work. That's what would happen. Because the price they would have to pay to get the capital, because they don't have it. They don't have your money. Right? And I keep telling you this over and over and over again. You don't own the money that's in your bank account. Don't own it. And the banks loan all of that money. Well, not all of it. They keep, you know, 6 7% of it. But now all of these corporations, listen, things are slowing. Why is it a problem today? Why wasn't this a problem a year ago? Why wasn't this a problem six months ago? And the answer is very simple. Right? The, as the economy slows, these corporations right, are putting in less money into the bank. And their balances are starting to decline. 
right? And all of a sudden, there's not enough money to go around. And they got to pay their taxes and their suppliers. They got to make their payroll. They got to do all this stuff. And in order to meet these obligations, they got to have the cash to do it. And instead, what do they have? Well, I don't have any cash right now. I'm just cash poor. Okay. Well, what do you got? What do you got that you could sell to get some cash? I'm going to tell you what they got. And I'm also going to tell you some disturbing news about it when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, the conservative pro-family broadcast of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a leading voice for the sanctity of life, traditional education, the Constitution, and American sovereignty. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. When public officials travel the country and appear at local meetings, voters should take the opportunity to ask them pertinent questions about important national issues. Communist China is becoming an increasingly important country, so here are some questions to ask public officials and candidates about Communist China. What will you do about China's organized theft of our intellectual property and counterfeiting of U.S. products? China is the world's top producer of illegal copies of music, movies, software, designer clothes, and medicines. What will you do to stop China from sending us contaminated prescription drugs, such as heparin that killed 81 Americans, dangerous lead-painted toys for children, and seafood that is grown in filthy waters? What will you do about the poisonous drywall used in home construction that has destroyed appliances and copper wiring in hundreds of homes in Florida and caused headaches and coughs among the homeowners? What will you do to get our food and drug agents to inspect China's manufacture of prescription drugs they export to the U.S.? If we are going to let China sell prescription drugs in our country, it's our government's job to make sure they are safe. What will you do about the fact that the Chinese artificially undervalue their currency up to 40%, subsidize their products sent to the United States, and impose import duties against U.S. products that are 10 times higher than tariffs on their products that are sold in U.S. stores? What will you do about Communist China continuing to ship us steel products at below their cost because the Communist government subsidizes the production in order to destroy the U.S. steel industry? Those are some good questions to ask congressmen and candidates so they will know you expect them to stand up for American products and jobs. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. When it comes to international trade, other countries have long been taking advantage of the American people and our generous spirit. At phyllisschlafly.com, we've got strategies to balance trade and protect the interests of American companies, resources, and citizens. For more, go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. And again, this isn't... I want you to be scared. I want you to be prepared. It's happening again. Right? We're not even in a recession yet. 
I mean, the you know, the global economy's not good. I mean, look at oil. Oil's down again today, big. And there's 5 million barrels of Saudi oil offline still. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What would the prices be if that didn't that bombing didn't happen? 40? Right? I mean, the uh, we continue every month that month after month, week after week, we're continuing to build oil stocks here in the U.S. And at 40, you know, 40, even $45 a barrel really, really puts a lot of the, especially the new oil, in big trouble because of cost. Because you got to remember, a lot of that oil coming out of the ground, they're not getting 45 or 54 as it is today. right? Because I told you, it's 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 got to be mixed with another, with a heavier oil for, so it can actually be converted into something. So we should be thankful, I guess. I've got to be thankful that that happened over there, because if it not, right, the whole oil dr- drilling and oil production space in the U.S. would be kind of like the manufacturing sector, right, recessionary. So we're talking about these banks. They don't have the money, and they, but they have debt that makes sense I'm they're just cash poor they got plenty of assets just ask them they'll tell you so let's look at these assets shall we now what is allowed in these repos you're not allowed to sell your really crappy stuff right I mean you could but you'd get hammered it'd be bad you sell your best stuff. And your best stuff is going to be U.S. Treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. And you should be able to sell those for cash. Because it is, you know, the best debt you got for a small fee. Right? That, that makes sense to everybody, doesn't it? Right? Hey, you know, I bought these treasuries and, and now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell them. I need money. Right? I need, and whatever it is. Right? I need $5 billion, I need $10 billion. I don't. I don't know how much each bank needs. I just know that uh, apparently starting tomorrow... Each bank needs well over a hundred, you know, uh, total needs a hundred billion dollars a day. Plus, uh, every few days, another 60 on top of it. So you start, you know, you're, you're starting to look at the size of these things and you're like, that's 560 billion a week. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of money. How much money do, how much money do they really need? My, my fear is it doesn't stop here. I mean, we've only been doing this less than two weeks, and they've already had to increase the size of both of these things by big amount. They weren't even in the ballpark. I mean, why wouldn't they have started with a much bigger amount if they knew this was coming? Or come out and say, hey, week one's going to be this. 
Uh, then week two, we're going to go to this amount, and then week three, go to that amount. Because that would show that what? Hey, we understand what's happening. They don't know what they have no clue. And this just proves it. But last week, what prompted them to start this? Okay, why did this all of a sudden last Tuesday they had an emergency opening of the window? And now, of course, the window's never closed. It may never close again. I don't know. What happened was when these banks went to get their liquidity, they offered up these U.S. treasuries. They offered up these mortgage-backed securities. And what's supposed to happen is they're supposed to be able to sell them for the Fed's funds rate. Okay? Is that you following me? That's the fee that they they're, they're going to have to pay. So, the Fed's funds rate was between 175 and 2%. So you want that number to be within that. Right? 1.8. Let's say 1.8. Let's use 1.8. Right, 1.8%. Okay, that's fair. And now they get their liquidity. They sold their debt. They sold it for cash. Now they can put their cash in their bank. Now then when Apple wants them to send money or Microsoft or you go to the ATM, all the money's there, Nobody, nobody's the wiser. Well, when they offered them last week, Nobody said 1.8%. Nobody said 2%. 3%? Uh Uh-uh. I know. 5%. Nope. 7? Uh-uh. How about 10? That's what happened last week. Hey, I'll take your best debt for 90 cents on the dollar but it's u.s treasuries these things are as good as gold didn't happen so they had to open up this window because the banks they couldn't afford to take that kind of hit could you imagine if all of a sudden (laughs) Every every bank in the world's got to reprice their treasury holding debt to 90 cents on the dollar. Can't do that. Where did this money come from? Did anybody ever think about that? Where is this $100 billion a day coming from? coming from a data entry clerk inside the central bank. Oh, here you go, $100 million. Printing it up out of thin air and acting like everything's A-OK. I didn't know there was an emergency happening. Oh, but there is. 
Pigs on Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Uh, had a great pullback today. All on on uh, Trump saying, oh yeah, a deal with China could be closer than you think. It's not. But it, again, the president is doing all he can. He wants to be positive here. Uh, China, I got, by the way, China bought hogs today. And uh, I, it, it sounded like a lot to me. I, I, I don't know, but, but it looked like a pretty good deal, which is the two items China said they were going to start buying, uh, soybeans and hogs. They've done both this week. Uh, so that's good news. Unfortunately, I mean, outside of they need to feed their people, outside of that, um, I don't know that any more is going to come of it. Jamie Dimon came out today uh, kind of poo-pooing the president's comments and saying, listen, I've, our sources inside China have already told us uh, they're not even going to think about a deal until after the election. So uh, neither here nor there, great opportunity. Buy, buy, buy. That's my, that's my big expert call uh, today. We have an item we don't get it very often. Usually because there's just not enough quantity out there and the price is always so high. But uh, one-tenth ounce American gold eagles, right? Those are the golden dimes. And you think about uh, preparedness, right? We don't know what's going to happen. And and you think about every, you know, pretty much everybody now saying, you know, 2,000, Three thousand dollar gold, uh, you know, higher. You know, a lot of people four thousand, right? Well, you know, a tenth of an ounce, right? At three thousand gold, that's three hundred bucks. You know, I know that that it's not a ton of money, but that's quite a bit. I mean, depending on what you need, uh, fractional gold is always a, a great way to go. Right now, they'd be a normal price is one hundred eighty dollars, which is expensive. Now we got to remember that it's ten times the work to make ten one tenth ounce gold eagles versus one one ounce gold eagle, um, and they're always pretty pricey. But we got a great volume discount pricing this morning from the Bullion Bank. You're going to save ten bucks a coin. You figure that with you know gold's down twenty. I mean it. it you're 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 looking at about $12 less today uh, on sale. They're $175 a piece. So if you bought 10 of them, it'd be like saving 120 bucks today uh, with the with the gold gold being down and the discount that we were able to get on top of it. Uh, One-tenth ounce American gold eagles for $170 at $800. Nine five one zero five nine two. If you buy fifty or more, they come in tubes of fifty, kind of like dimes. You know, regular silver dimes, right? It, you know, there's fifty of them. Uh, if you buy a, a roll of fifty, you save another two dollars. Be all the way down to one hundred and sixty-eight dollars uh, for for a, a one tenth ounce gold eagle. That's eighty-four hundred dollars would get you fifty of them. And just to put some perspective on this, this is how smart my uncle was. 
back during, remember Y2K? He had these Y2K packages. Because no one knew if the if the credit card machines were going to work, the debit cards were going to work, right? We you know everybody was worried about it. When he, he, he created this package, it had silver eagles in it. It had these 10-ounce uh, gold eagles in it. That roll back in and before Y2K, the one that I just told you, at a, at, if you buy a roll of them, it's $8,400. It was like 1800 bucks. Right? I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about. And I kind of feel like, you know, uh, gold's kind of in that similar spot right around there where, and of course, you know, what happened after that gold just took off. Uh, I think gold's getting ready to take off again. Uh, so one-tenth ounce American gold eagles uh, at $170 a piece. If you buy 50 or more, you buy a roll of 50, save another $2 a coin. Uh, $8,400 for the roll at 800 9510592 uh, I do still have some uh $20 gold pieces left uh with the price falling today uh 1575 on $20 liberties uh so either way you're covered 800 9510592 so the central bank saying we got to ramp up the liquidity and the reason they need to ramp it up is because they don't want the banks to be forced to what? Sell this debt, whether it's treasuries or mortgage-backed securities, and, you know, have to pay 5%, 6%, heaven forbid, 10%. It would ruin them. It would destroy the whole marketplace. And yet the central bank, you're telling me they didn't see this coming? How can the guy that's running, Clarida, Clarida is the guy that is running, if I'm saying his name right, the New York the New York Federal Reserve. Guy should be fired. Right? The central bank, listen, we need quantitative easing back. Here's the thing now. I don't know, what does this do for rate cuts? Are they going to be able to still cut rates? I don't know. Right? Because, again, remember, they need, to, they need to stay within the Fed's funds rate or bad stuff happens. I mean, if they lower it to, to one and a half to 175, right now all of a sudden, hey, 18, 185, got to be 16, 165. How big does it get there? I know, it's crazy to even think about it, isn't it? Final segment coming up. Final segment on this Wednesday. Uh, gold's down 25 at uh, 150607. Uh silver's right at 18 dollars uh to the ounce today uh US silver eagles I've got some of those available too so if you're looking at silver you're, you're saving 10 bucks today they were 445 yesterday 435 today uh buy on the pullback mostly because uh it's really wasn't based on a whole lot of fact 
and and I I applaud the president. He's making a a he's doing the right thing with China. Uh, but I I have to agree with Jamie Dimon. There's no reason for China to make a deal until after the election, uh, because obviously, if Trump loses, they're going to get a much much better deal from the Democrats. You you we I think we all know that. Uh, and and again, even if he wins, what did they lose? Nothing. What I mean, you know, it, it's that's already been going on for what? How long has this been going on? Over a year and a half, 18, 19 months now. And what's another what's another twelve months? Nothing. Hey, we're already we're already gone this far. Might as well finish it out and, and see uh, what happens, right? If the US continues to slow, right, I'm sure China thinks, hey, the longer this goes, the slower the world economy gets, the better deal we'll get. You gotta remember they don't care. They I, they're their people have starved before. They'll starve them again. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but uh, uh, nonetheless, uh, one-tenth ounce American gold eagles. Huge, huge sale today uh, at $170 a piece. If you buy a roll of 50, and you can buy more than 50, you want to buy two, three, four rolls, you save another $2 a coin. Uh, so $168 if you buy 50 or more. Of course, that's $8,400 for the roll. Uh, one by one, uh, they're at $170. And then, uh, like I said, I still got some $20 gold, uh, fifty seventy five on the pullback today. At 800 951 I wonder how big... The demand at the repo auction is going to be tomorrow. Uh, today was the highest on the seventy-five billion, the highest yet, which was like ninety-two billion. Tomorrow they're saying a hundred is going to be the new number. Forget seventy-five. Let's go to a hundred. I'm just thinking to myself. I'm almost positive it's it's going to be more than that. Right? And then they played this game, and I, I don't know why. Uh, and again, I don't think they really understand it. I think they're looking and they're like, wait a minute, why aren't you guys loaning to each other? Why why are you doing this? And here's the thing. The answer is simple. It's not because they don't want to. Right? They don't want people to think that the system's cracking again. It's because, hey, I'm not doing it because guess what? I need money. Yeah, maybe I don't need it today, but I, I in the next couple of days, I need a bunch of money. Right? I got to go to the Fed window here in the next couple of days. I'm not going to loan it to that guy because, yeah, I got liquidity right today, but in 48 hours, I'm not. Before your bank runs out of liquidity, make sure you put away some hard assets. 800 951 Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.